okay. I don't even know how to start this. <laughs> so the tea with Nikki, I'm trying something different. It's a new segment, I guess you could say. Seat's one of our oldest best friends. We've been talking about doing a series, like more like Netflix and a supposed podcast. Yeah. Life in Black and White. Maybe this segment will be called Life in Black and White. I told someone about it and they were like, I love that. Who did you tell us? Uh, Tubby at my work. Uh-huh. And I told her, because she wants to start a podcast as well. And so I told her that we're going to be doing this. And yeah. then we've always wanted to do it. And we said Life in Black and White. She's like, I love that. And I was like, Cute. it's a working title. We'll see. And she's like, no, no keep it. Good. Yeah, yeah. So this is Life in Black and White. <laughs> Get it? I don't even know how to start this. What do we say? What do we discuss? Uh, maybe, Sips, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Asisipon Zofo Malunga. I am 30. <laughs> I'm 30 years old. I'm, I'm born in Cape Town, born and bred. Yeah. Nikki is one of my oldest friends. We've been friends for a very long time. She is my homie, my bae, my love. You know, if my I could, dad. do you know what I mean? If I could live in her skin, I would. But she won't allow that. You know, I'm like, don't touch me. No, don't touch me. Except when her man is not here. Because when her man is not here, the true colors come out. They're just like, come love me. And you know what? It's a little too late. Like, like woke up last in the middle of last night, my hands on you and your like hands spooky. holding my hands. I'm spooking. <laughs> Got into such a bad habit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because yeah. I always cuddle Matt. I'm the backpack on him. Like, but that, do you know, I feel used. That's really what's happening. <laughs> like, you only spoon me when Matt is not around. Whereas <laughs> I can spoon you all day and, like, I would be fine because I would live in you right so now. So, does it count if it's sleep spooning? It's not, it's not awake. You're still using me. <laughs> like, <laughs> to be fair, you are. Like, Maybe a little bit. If Matt was here, you'd be like, mm. <laughs> boundaries yes that's exactly how you are but it's it's the funniest thing because i've read i read somewhere where they say the person whose love language is touch actually doesn't want to be touched but i don't think my love language isn't touch no it's not but with my partner i'm a really affectionate person you're a very active service person you're very affectionate when you're drunk with me like i know how much you love me you tell me all the time yeah but when you're drunk it's a whole new level because then you want to touch me because i'm restraining myself all the time but then you're like you're making me sound like a predator (laughs) (laughs) that's not what i meant but i thought you're drunk i'm like "Hmm, this pepper she loved me like, she love me, love me, like the same way I love her. Because they know all that I do. do. I know you do, Brad. I know you do. So yeah, I was just trying to think. I've never kind of had to do a podcast on the spot. Always prepped, like what to do. And we always end up on the most random topics of conversation. The reason why I always wanted you on and for us to do something because our conversations are hilarious. No, but they also brought so much stuff. So we literally do talk about life in black and white, mm. quite literally. Also, then if you're talking about the ebbs and flows, it's like being single in Cape Town. <laughs> oh, please. Those are ebbs and flows. That's ghetto.com. Like, <laughs> what the hell? Well, Men are not good people. I'm so <laughs> glad I'm off the trenches. <laughs> Men are not. I used to be in then. Well, actually, no. We've never actually been single at the same time. No, never. There was once. When, friend? Between the boyfriend when I never saw you. 
Oh, and T Man the one's one. last one. But T Man one and T Man two because yes. their initials are the same. Okay, yeah. Oh, there was a brief thing. period there, and that was when you hooked up with that guy in Tiger, and he didn't realize. <laughs> so it sounds really bad. No, it's just hilarious because you were living your best life. Wait, this guy comes behind you context. and hooked up your second year. I can't remember. I think it was second year because I was single, so I wasn't second year. So I knew what's the idea. Okay. Uh-huh. So we're living our best life. Dancing. You were dancing. Some guy comes behind you, starts dancing. You guys are random. And I'm like, I think I, I think I was with Sam Tom. And then we're like, Oh, okay. Sam took me out for my birthday. Yes, that's the last time I saw Sam Tolman. Oh, really? I've never seen her again. Uh, so funny. And then, then you start waking up with this guy. And then later I asked you about it because it was a white guy. And you were like, I don't know, I don't know, I hook up with a white man. I'm like, yes, you did. <laughs> and you were loving it. No, full context. Full context. So that makes me sound terrible. Um, um, first of all, first of all, full context, right? I have never dipped too much in the other pond, right? I'm very specific. I like chocolate. I'm not saying that it's out of bounds, right? Also, we went. I went to a predominantly white yeah, school. That's true. So I don't. I don't. And I don't tie with a predominantly white club. Exactly, Mondo. They aren't really my people, <laughs> and my people don't really date my people that go to Tiger. They date. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, please don't judge us. But I thought, I don't even know what I thought. I was just drunk. It was so funny. And I wasn't even mad. I was just upset that I couldn't remember. Yeah. And I think that was. So you guys took a video of me. Because <laughs> you showed it to me. It sounds so mean. But I needed you to know. Because I was like, this is hilarious. <laughs> I never saw him again. Because I, I didn't know. quite know. I was like, because you guys were dancing for a while. So oh, I was like, God. okay, well, clearly this is what this girl wants, but I need her to remember that she did once upon a time hook up with a white man. But he wasn't the first white man I hooked up with, though. There was there was a cute was the first one I've seen. No, there was a very cute one. I think he went to sex. He was adorable. It was on your birthday when Vix was here. Um, I think it was your 18th. Okay. 18th or 21st. When we went to Tiger again. <laughs> we went to Tiger. I think in my 18th. Yeah. 21st we at the house. Yes, but. Hold on, it's not jump timelines because I'm terrible with timelines. But Vix had that blue dress that we all wore. Remember, there's that bandage dress that Vix like that lived. Yes. It was the sisterhood of the traveling dress. Yes. That dress looked good on all of us because all of us had worn that dress at some point, and it was my turn to wear the dress. But we didn't take turns with it. We just all wanted to wear the dress. Yeah. And that night, listen, Mama looked fine. Oh, jeez, that night. Oh, my Mama looked the whole day was nice and then the evening just went to show for me but we won't go into that no one. we can't go into that one mm-hmm. but what we were saying was the ghetto that is single life i like being single actually no i really enjoyed my time i'm not gonna lie so i did enjoy my time spending those four years by myself for myself finding mm. moi yeah but i haven't been single in eight years yeah you need it yeah like most of my 20s were with people. But it's just, I also think now, I see friends who are single now and talk about this all the time. It's actually really hard to date nowadays because you've got all these like tinders and bumbles and hinges and I've been on them before and they are worst. I hate it. I would have it for like a month and then delete it. Really? And then a couple of months later, maybe go on again. Cause I was like, how, how do you meet people nowadays? 
I meet people very organically. Not gonna lie. Like, I'm but like, you have to like go out. How do you meet people? And there's someone else sets you up. Remember the time I got set up on a blind date? Got set up on a blind date. So that's date. And then went on a second date. He bought me a book, so that's obviously way to my heart. We all know. Mm-hmm. Bought me a book, and then after that, just spoke for a bit, and then just disappeared. Told his friends that it was good, like good date. <laughs> just disappeared. I was like, that's fine. Also, I like, look why are you going to put me to ghost me? Maybe that was a parting gift. Like, thanks for the day. Well, why did you bother? Keep your money. <laughs> like, what the hell? Thanks for the day. This was a good time. Oh, Take your book and leave. So you're telling me he went to a shop. First, he must have had a thought, right? And first, he sat with it. I'm going to get next a book because she likes books. That's thoughtful, but you manipulative, you twist. And then you're going to walk around the bookshop to look for a book for me. Take a Still, I'm going to pay for it with my money and pay delivery fee to give you a book to never see you again. I almost pulled his outside. Must be drugs. Like, what is your problem? Where are you? Who's your mother? Like, who raised you? No, no, no. I dated someone who didn't know he did. Fully, fully courted me, that dude here. I was in the trenches. He lives in Joburg. If I see you again. City at the gates of heaven, coming for you. <laughs> you know we're gonna die. <laughs> and when I see you on the other side, it's match time. Um, fully quoted me that man, and then disappears on the thirty first of December <laughs> on New Year's Eve. Disappears for two months. Two months later, on the day, he messages me and says, "Happy New Year." <laughs> it's already two months into the year. Two months into the year, he messages me and says, "Happy New Year." Why don't you love yourself? Like you could have said nothing. I was really angry. Like, please love yourself. Just stay ghosted. Stay ghost. Stay dead. Why are you coming back? Like, for what? Check if I'm still dumb. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, I'm still salty about it. <laughs> and then he sent me a text. Drake has got nothing on that man. Oh, yeah, that was good one. He's got nothing on him. He sent me a text where he was like, the problem was that I stopped communicating. Actually, I don't want to talk about it. But the point is, the point is, if you're going to ghost, commit to it. Yeah. Commit to it. Like, ghost with your chest. Do you understand? Ghost with your chest. Yeah, ghost with your chest. Because what do you like mean? But like, commit to ghosting. Don't come back. Why are you coming back? This is not the arc of resurrection here. Like, because why are you back, friend? I don't know. It's just, it's bizarre. It makes me think of that video that I showed you earlier on Instagram where this guy says, if you ghost me, I'll ghost you back. But if you ghosted me, you can't ghost someone back. So maybe it was this guy. He ghosted you. And then then he came back. He came back. But also, he sent me the message. So he ghosts me and then comes back and happy New Year's me. And then I was just like, this is nonsense. So I block him. He notices that I've blocked him on WhatsApp. Sends me an SMS to explain why he's ghosted me. Why did you bother? An SMS. An SMS. He sent me an SMS. So you must have noticed that my picture is no longer there. And like, you've probably now sent me a message. But my point is, why did you not just stay dead? (laughs) Why are you wasting your own time? Ghost with your chest. Like... But have you ever been on those dating apps? I tried, but those people just wanted sex. Dude, yeah, I remember there was one. I can't remember the 
exactly what he said, but literally was straight off the bat chatting to one another. And then he was literally saying, oh, because I was wearing black high-waisted jeans in my one photo. Mm. He's like, it was like one of those proper cheesy, stupid lines. It's like, really nice pants. I can see myself in them. I was like, no. No. Because your mother. No. Cheesy. No, I, oh, when I first joined, it was I after... I couldn't remember what I said, this is really pathetic. Did you respond? I, I said something, but it was more like telling him off, as opposed to being like, do you really think that's appropriate? Something, something. And I'm like, that's not... Mm. I don't appreciate that chat. Yes, sauce. But Oaks just got me to And then he unpatched me and that's not my problem. Not my monkey, not my circus, like you always say. No. But like, the one, um, I don't know if it's Bumble or Bumble. <laughs> Bumble. <laughs> Tinder and Bumble combined that one but you where you can see how far the person is from you most of them you can okay so it was after my last relationship had ended like three months after and i joined one of those things and the guy the one guy that i matched with was like oh do you want to come over but i could be a serial killer he could be a serial killer thing like i why are you brave like why are you finding strangers in your house if you don't know me i could be i could rob you that's true. No, this is not for me. I like to meet people organically. Yeah, also, because also the worst is, is that you have a conversation, you kind of like, okay, the chat is fine, but we also don't really know. And I find it so awkward trying to have a conversation with someone that you you don't know what, like, you, it's different when you're in person because then you can make small talk. Yeah. You find something to make small talk. Yeah. About. But also, people lie. People do lie. People lie a lot. People do lie a lot. Folks being married out here. Mm. That's true. Also, when you're married, like, take me through the thought process. Why are you actually meeting people? Like, but have you seen also there's on Tinder and those dating sites, there's couples that go there looking for like swinging, like three ways. They're like, my husband and I, that actual, or something. And up to, on my story to tell, <laughs> I had someone who was approached that I know by a married woman saying that her husband is fine with her dating other people. So like a polyamory thing. And they were like, nope, eject. I'm sorry, I'm going to be judgmental. Are we allowed to be? This is your own opinion. If, maybe my views on marriage are very traditional, but like if we is married, why are we still uh, bringing other people into the union? Like why are we we sleeping with other people? Some people believe in polyamory. Some people are polygamous. I mean, uh-uh. isn't Zulu culture? They have how many wives? No, many no, 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 Zulu people are polygamous. No, not all. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, look at Jake Zuma, who was the prisoner. He's but got seven wives. But that's his lifestyle. He he chose that. But then mm-hmm. these people's lifestyle, they're choosing that. Sorry, I'm sorry for judging you. But please don't approach I, me. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to do it myself. I'm, I could never. I would get so jealous. Yeah. I would cut a bitch. Hey, babes. <laughs> I would. Mm. Don't approach me. Also, like, when you're married, please, please, please. There was someone that was married um, who approached me and I didn't know, mm. right? Only found out afterwards that he was married, which makes sense because he also pulled the disappearing ad, mm. right? Um, it was in December when I was home. Like, the vibe was the vibe, you know? I had no expectations, but we exchanged numbers. Then you come find out through a little birdie that the reason I, we, like when we speak on the phone, the conversations are a bit weird, is because he's married. Mm. Why do you do that? Why? Yeah. Like, I don't know, it always makes me wonder is it to, 
isn't like a dominance thing, you know, because there's the whole notion of human and anatomy and all that stuff and in the male, oh my gosh, there was dinner that I went to and yet he throttled this guy because we were talking about the abortion rights in America. Mm. And then he started comparing us to animals and he said, you know, it's in men's genetics to want to spread their seed. So it, it just became very, oh, my blood was boiling because he was basically in favor of the abortion rights law, meaning banning abortion, because he said you should be responsible and have contraception. And if you don't, you like, you have to deal with the consequences. And I was like, well, what about the man? Because how many times has it happened where a woman's been raped and she can't get it? thing or if she's not maybe they're not in a financial emotional mental state to be to able have to a baby. have a child and like whatever she decides to do with her body is her own thing he's like well then you shouldn't have sex because that's the consequences i was like but just, what about men men must also stop on and they get their things tied or whatever and he said no like men's genetics is too that's why like men can't get pregnant so they spread their seed or like literally that kind of thing and i was like what you are making does not compute. What are you like? It's this generation of men. Are you saying it's okay for a man to go around and fuck as many women as he wants and impregnate them, mm. but a woman should not be the same? And because he, he's never going to, to, she can, to have the consequences thereof. Yeah. So she needs to think about who she has sex with, but a man never has to and think no. about the consequences, but she must. Mm. So it's an ownership thing. Yeah. So she can't dilly dally how she wants. No. Even if she's she responsible. Owns you. Yeah. 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 But it's also this generation of men that watch and listen to Andrew Tate's podcast. Please, red flag number one. If I hear you quote Andrew Tate and we're on a date, I will ghost you. Mm. Um, That's a big red flag because I I, I cannot. That's nonsense. It was someone that that I was being with, we were talking about Andrew Tate. And it's very interesting because I always try and look at an open mind and think, hate Andrew Tate, would not touch him with a 10-foot pole, he deserves to be in prison for the trafficking and everything that he does. But someone that I was speaking to once, they said that there is one little bit of a message that they kind of did understand where Andrew Tate was coming from. And it's in the fact that, and I kind of agree with this, not the way that you should treat women or anything what he was saying, like the atrocious things he said, but I do feel like men are no longer men. Babes, we have gold diggers out here. You guys twerk for a living. Like men are no longer men. And it's just, again, it comes down to society and social media where it's like, they're all wussies now. I don't know, that's also so harsh to say, but I just feel, I don't know if now with women finding their power and coming into it, men don't understand how there can be space for both men and women at the top. It seems it's because there's because then they're intimidated and then they just become these horrible saps. Not all, and it's not all men and all that kind of Mm. stuff, but it happens a lot more. And then it gets into this whole thing of also now, like I went on a date, and it was one of those like Tinder dates. It was during my lunch break. We went went for like to a cafe, and we're gonna have coffee. I hadn't had breakfast. I've been working the whole morning, so I ordered myself a muffin. And then come to the end of the date, he like reaches over like such a hero. I'll pay for your coffee. So I must pay 18 Rand for my own muffin. Like, why did you bother to like, like why, why, why? Also, okay. What a hero. But it's like, but then now it comes the whole thing of 
you know, um, guys are like, well, if female empowerment, why should I pay for the first aid or why should I do this? Or but who, should, who should pay for the first aid? The men. Okay. Who should pay for all the dates? Do you, do we split it at some point? At like, some point. Okay. Because I've been on a few dates with the same set of people, right? We're not, it's, my life is messy. I won't tell you my messiness, um, but it's healthy messy and it's enough for me. Where I've been out with the same set of people who will never let me pay for anything. Um, I've been on a date with, with said person in Johannesburg, mm. learning for 10 years, never whipped out my wallet. Like he gets offended. Never. Like mm. he will not, he doesn't want to see three cent of my money. Mm. Um, there's another person that I dated when I was in college as well. Same, same. Like he's paid for every single date that we've gone on. But I think he's it's, never had an expectation. As but well. I think it's different if you are just you're not together, but you're going on dates. But mm. as soon as you are together, like you're a relationship, mm. that's I think when you start splitting. Because mm. mm. if okay. you're if you're courting, and if even how many ever years later you're still courting, but you're not in a relationship, but you're just you're still courting, mm. then I think you still keep paying. Okay. Do you get what I mean? Explain it to me, I don't understand. So, courting meaning like, oh, yeah, I guess it's dating, but it's like you never actually like wear an item, wear a, wear a mm, thing. Mm. So, courting meaning like just going on dates, you're still spending time to get like going on dates. Then they must pay because then, like you said, there's no expectation of you. Once you're mm. in a relationship, then there comes an expectation that we're both sides to this relationship. So, mm. we both have to bring into the relationship. So, what about? Whereas if, when you're still courting, there isn't from that side so he's mm. chasing you but it's like he's asking you for your time pretty much so, so then okay what about those relationships then where the gentleman wants to do everything he wants to cover all financial responsibilities and that's his choice <clears throat> at every point at every turn and then when we're on a date then you get the flip side of it where you ask me out on a date i get all dressed up and cute and whatever i order what i want and then um you're gonna complain about how expensive the menu is the entire duration of the days. Did someone do that? Yeah. So my mama always told me, she said, you know, like first days and first couple of dates, like the man must always pay. Mm -hmm. And I know so many men are gonna be so upset about this, but also a lot of men who are gonna be like, you're right. And it's because again, they're asking for your time. They want you to choose to spend that time with them. They fighting your affection but also because but what i've got on my face costs more than what's on that plate because do you know how long it took me to get ready mm. my clothes my outfit sending you pictures what should i wear sending pictures to friends mm. where's a guy will put on jeans a t-shirt style his hair break alone and walk out the door okay fair but some of them are... is there confidence for men like because some of them need to talk hey eh? uh -uh. i went on a date with someone once and i just ordered a juice so my sixth sense is being okay i literally just ordered a juice that's all i ordered we chatted the whole night i didn't order any food he didn't order anything he ordered nothing in fact we had water the bull comes he slid it my way you couldn't pay 18 rand at the time, juice was 18 rand, and I still know what that restaurant is. What's that restaurant? Um, it's that fish one. It's not Ocean Basket, the other one. Um, fish one. Remember in Siamak Village, there was that restaurant just above Woolies? Uh, Cape Town Fish Market. Cape Town Fish Market. Juice at the time at Cape Town Fish Market was 18 rand. I had an orange juice. 
he slid the bill my way for me to pay 10 rand and 10 rand and 8 rand together <laughs> you couldn't put like you know that's that's taxi fare you couldn't do that wherever you are shame yeah but my mom was just and i've spoken with family friends of ours as well and they said no like the guy's asking you for your time to take like they want your time and your attention so that that's kind of it's like a their way of mm. repaying you because now they're asking for your time and your attention they're courting you so that's why maybe the those other guys just keep doing it. but also maybe they're just raised better i think they're just raised better because if i was on my day and he doesn't pay for the girls' days. I will be angry. But do you see him again afterwards if he hasn't paid? No, I fully did not see that guy. He was talking about wanting to take me somewhere for sushi and I was just like, in your wildest dreams, because I'm not going to go on a date with you again where I'm going to have to pay for myself. It sounds so petty, but the thing is like, why must I give up my time? Fair, fair. I just paid for my bill now. But also I just feel like, since we were talking about you know the abortion and men's psychology and stuff men need to feel like men so when you split up that kind of so we shouldn't categorize it as it's a men's responsibility i guess but the thing is they're generally inherently genetically protective they're providers that's what they and the physiology ones who, and the ones who aren't are they not providers because they don't like you um or like what's the psychology there because i've fully been with the man i don't think he rated me at all we were together for five years i thugged it out in that relationship i was the man i never called him for help i never did anything like if i was stranded somewhere i would rather phone my brother you know like and later on in my but see then that's not someone that you want to be with any anyways because you want to be able to learn a person i can imagine not calling him no, I th- I fucked it out. I was like, okay, so I can see that you're not you're not reliable. I don't feel safe with you, number one, because I don't know how you were in that relationship for five years. I felt bad. He lost his job at some point. Remember, I told you, and then I was like, oh, I'll be the last straw here. Like, let me just let me wait it out, and then I couldn't wait it out. Yeah. Then the relationship ended. Um, but even before that, yeah. That's love it blind take over your mind um but i think if 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 the person doesn't provide and protect for you in that instance it just do they like you do they mm. love you because I think there is a part that does because they wouldn't stay so long then but then why if, if i i'm because you can easily as a woman you get into your masculine energy very easily mm-hmm. right like i don't need you and I mean that in a nice way. Like, mm. I don't need you. My life can carry on. If I'm going to figure out how to hang my blinds in my apartment, and I'm and if, in order for me to do so, I'm going to climb on chairs to do it, and I fall and I break, then I will do it, right? But if I feel safe, I will call someone. Like, mm. if I'm with my siblings, for example, I'm deaf, dumb, and blind. I don't see. Yeah. My hands don't work. Like, I don't have any sense of direction. Also, I don't think I'm dumb like my brothers always ask me like how do you live life like how do you not <laughs> go missing well, it's, uh, it's, i also think you know kind of like just because i can do it doesn't mean i want to yeah but then i was and, like i've always got mad around so he can do all the stuff that joe wanted but to you do that's not with mad. Do it. Yeah. but you feel safe with mad and matt wants to do it yeah you have people but that I... are fully committed to watching you struggle but then 
is it i also think is it somewhere then in themselves that they don't like themselves as well because how does any self-respecting human like allow that you get men that will be with you just to prove a point to other people so that like i'll make an example i know that we've spoken about my last relationship before mm. the most recent one mm. come to a weird realization about what that was mm. i think that he really liked the idea of me mm. more than he actually likes me i really hope that you enjoyed part one of this discussion that i had with seeps there is a part two coming soon where we left off from part one where seeps brings up a past relationship where she realized that her partner probably liked the idea of her more than he actually liked her. We go on to discuss this, some red flags that you may find in a relationship, the importance of finding someone who likes you for you, and also the importance of not changing or molding yourself to fit someone else and making sure you stay true to yourself. I hope that you look forward to part two coming soon. I know I am so keen to drop it. Stay tuned.